0: So it begins, the holiest week of the church year, the week that changed the world forever. And how has it begun? With the crowd, all that crowd, filled with voices of praise and adulation to the Messiah. Those voices that would in five short days be turned into ridicule and mockery. From allegiance and adoration to betrayal and crucifixion. There is a legend about the painting of Leonardo da Vinci's famous Last Supper and how he created it. As he began his painting, he wanted to find an individual that would model each person of the Last Supper. And as he began, he started with the most important character in the painting, the central figure, Christ himself. He wandered the streets of Milan looking for the perfect face, one that would convey compassion and gentleness And yet, at the same time, strength and the resolve that were in the Son of God the night before he was to suffer. He finally found the man, and he asked him if he would consider being the model for the person of Christ in his painting of the Last Supper. The man agreed, and so da Vinci began his painting, and after he had painted Christ, he went out to look for men to model the Twelve Apostles, for someone to model the strength of Peter, the doubt of Thomas. He found them all, except for Judas. He struggled and agonized over this last apostle, the betrayer. Where? Where would he find a man that could convey this in his painting? Hardness of heart. Betrayal. He finally ended up in a prison and came across a man that had this look in his eyes. Darkness, hardness of heart, emptiness, betrayal. Da Vinci said to him, when you get out of here, I have a job for you to model in my painting. The man agreed and when he got out, he went to Da Vinci's studio and. As he stood in place to model the final Apostle, Judas, the betrayer, he watched Da Vinci paint. And as he finished his final strokes of his masterpiece, he spoke to him and said, You don't recognize me, do you? And Da Vinci said, Should I? Have we met before? The man looked at him intently and said, Several years ago, you asked me to pose for one of the individuals in this painting. You asked me to be your Christ. It's a powerful story of how much we can change. How much grace can change us, but even more, how much sin can change us. So much so that we are unrecognizable from who we once were and how fast it can happen. Every Palm Sunday, we begin with the crowd. The crowd crying out, Hosanna to the son of David. We adore you, Jesus. We love you. We lay down everything in allegiance before you. But within a few moments here in this church, we echo the words of the crowd some 2,000 years ago as we shout, Crucify him. They are not two different and distinct crowds. They're the same crowd. How quickly our lives can move from loving Jesus and worshiping Him to denying Him. How quickly we can be swept up into the crowd of this world who at one moment loves Him and at the next moment denies Him. But there were those who were not part of the crowd. They were in it, but they weren't part of it. They were the ones who walked with him, who spent time with him, who loved him, who gave up their lives and their families to follow him. These were his apostles. And although they denied him and ran away, their hearts stayed united to his. Students, we must stay close to him. To pray, as he said, not to be put to the test. For without him we are surely to be as fickle as that crowd. Our hearts are powerful. They're reckless. At times they're good, at other times they're bad. But always remember that scripture tells us God is greater than our hearts. He marches today into Jerusalem to conquer the selfishness of our own hearts once and for all a king, a warrior of love and of sacrifice. He alone will save us from ourselves. So stay close to him this holy week and for the rest of your life, pray that you will never leave him. Pray that you will never be part of that crowd.